With any dream, the wind won't always be at your back, the sun won't always be shining, and some rain is going to fall. American Family Insurance is like a good solid roof that you can trust to protect your biggest dreams. With plans that could save you up to 23% when you bundle your home and auto. Also, you can continue to dream fearlessly, no matter what comes your way. American Family Insurance. Get a quote or find an agent at AmFam.com. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. This week at Macy's, find Valentine's Day gifts for all your loves, like fragrance gift sets they'll adore. Plus, take an extra 15% off with your coupon or Macy's card. On top of beautiful jewelry finds, now 35 to 70% off. And 25% off decadent chocolate from Godiva. Macy's Star Rewards members earn on every purchase except gift card services and fees. More at Macy's.com slash Star Rewards. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. Hey guys, have you checked out 336 Daily? Did you know that sometimes, in fact, pretty often, I've been recording it in my car while driving to different job sites? That's how easy Anchor is to make podcasts. With Anchor, you can record your podcast and edit your podcast and upload your podcast all in the Anchor app, and then it makes sure it goes out to iTunes and Spotify and wherever you need to put it. it they take care of everything, distribution, they help you with advertising and getting in commercials. Check out the Anchor app. Go to the App Store and download the Anchor app for free or go to anchor.fm to check it out. For fans, by fans. Section 336, the next generation of Baltimore sports talk. Today on the show, after taking some time to come to terms with our grief over the Orioles, we are back in Section 336 studios and we are completely at peace with how the Orioles' season came to an end. Or not. We'll also talk about the Ravens' decision to fire offensive coordinator Mark Tressman. And finally, we will discuss McDonald's decision to bench Ronald McDonald. Should McDonald's be giving into this recent hysteria, or should clown followers or clowns follow Ronald McDonald's example? I'm looking at you, Bozo. All that and more on this edition of Section 336. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Baltimore sports fans of all ages, welcome to Section 336, the next generation of Baltimore sports talk. I am your dearly stuttering host, Matt Sroka. As always, I'm joined by the zany Burt Rode. Is that Ronald McDonald clown news? Is that for real? Yeah. Is that a real thing that's I happening? I heard it on the radio coming over here. Y- you sure that's not just radio shtick? No, no. It was on like WBAL on like the news break. Ronald McDonald is... They're going to put him in hiding for a while. Because of all this clown hype? All the clown talk. No, okay. you, you, you guys don't really think the clown thing's real, right? And no. we're also joined by the button lover, Josh Roca. What um, do you mean, not real? The clown thing is not real. That, well, Clowns I, are showing up. I, that's, I, real, I, that's real life. So. No, 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 no. A clown was just at my high school. No, 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 no. Okay. The clown thing was not real. But now, because the clown thing has gone crazy on the internet, you got stupid teenagers dressing up as clowns. Yeah. yeah. There's no, there were no creepy clowns in the woods to uh, 
grow up your children. No, <laughs> that's <laughs> Donald Trump's job. Not, 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 none of the clowns have done anything wrong. Right. Um, but can I give you a hot take on the clown on the whole sure. clown talk? I think it's actually a good thing. Because first of all, nobody not, likes clowns to begin with. Well, I, I don't really care one way or the other. It's, they, they don't scare me. I at thought all. they were jolly. But I, but if you're gonna be a creeper by the playground creeping on kids, I'd rather you be dressed up like a clown and not just look like an, another normal person. Yeah, yeah. Because sometimes it's hard to tell if a creeper is a creeper. Sure. If you're in a clown outfit, I know you're a creeper, and I can just stay away. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I prefer the creepers to wear the clown. Costumes. Plus, plus, if you see the clown. It's harder to get away in those big rubber shoes. That's true. It's hard to make a getaway. All I know is it really irritated me because last Tuesday night I was hanging out with you guys to watch the Oriole game, and I could barely pay attention because my phone was blowing up with text messages from my wife about clown threats at my daughter's <laughs> middle school and how the principal had it's to everywhere. call parents that the clown threat is being taken care of. I'm like, this is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard of. I'm trying to watch the baseball game. <laughs> well. Matt is correct. This morning, McDonald's made an announcement that the uh, Ronald McDonald will be laying low until the clown craze in the country <laughs> dies down. Wow. Why do you have to announce that? What I want to know is why did it make like national news? <laughs> Would anybody have noticed if Ronald McDonald went away for a little I, while? I thought no. he had been away. I thought that it's always like the McPick 2 or whatever that they do the commercials. Yeah, when was the last the time you saw Ronald McDonald in a commercial? They always have like when the- When Jordan uh, was in there, the, Larry the, Bird. The- fiberglass statue of him sitting on a bench outside some McDonald's where oh, you can sit next to now him. See, now see, the fiberglass bench out in the middle of the woods, that would be creepy. That would be cool. I get behind that. I appreciate, Matt, you give a shout-out to Bozo there in the opening because I remember specifically my favorite Pog said, no Bozos on it. Nice. nice. <laughs> and I had a picture well, well, of a, a clown uh, crossed out like the Ghostbusters. But as, as a kid, you watched Bozo, right, on WGN, and you'd have to throw a little ping-pong ball teaching the <laughs> sure. kids how to play beer pong really young. Sure, it came on before the Cubs games. Yeah. Um, but the good thing about Bobo is a couple meanings there, right? It's a clown, but it's also named for a knucklehead. Yeah, So bozos. the Bozos have a couple meanings. There. I got a lot of Bozos in my life. Yeah, it sounds like they're building your house. <laughs> but yeah, we, we had a clown in our school. Just came to school dressed up as a clown, this kid did. Just for fun? Yeah, I guess so. And I saw him getting escorted off the campus by <laughs> security. <laughs> and like, <laughs> it was full on. You know what it means. Up, I mean, Crisis averted. Yeah. I guarantee. It made me laugh. Administrators weren't laughing. It I made me chuckle. I guarantee in the next like week or so, we're going to get emails from the schools about no clown costumes for Halloween. Yeah. Oh, no. No doubt. You got to go. Not even for Halloween. It's going to be squashed well, for Halloween right. altogether. Oh, well, yeah. It was, you can't go as on Jewish holidays either as clowns. It was always a rule. You can't cover your face or wear a mask or anything like that. Unless you're, makeup? Unless you you're going to be the most either. famous Jewish clown, Krusty the Clown. Herschel Krustovsky. That's just was the most famous <laughs> Jewish clown. You, you only get that here, boys and girls. <laughs> Useless information. Well, all right. We beat around the bush enough. Oh, we got to talk Orioles. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Last week, last week, you guys were at home. Crying like little little babies. I know I couldn't get you guys out. You were both. I don't want to. I can't talk Orioles. I can't watch baseball. I can't think. All right, I still can't watch baseball. Yeah. He, I I listened to the end. I listened to yesterday's game. I'm a little sick in the sense that I listened to the Cleveland Boston game, but I turned it like on the eighth inning onto Boston radio just because I wanted to <laughs> hear them lose, lose. And the announcers kind That's of dejected voice. I enjoyed that. But that, how much? Uh, the only reason I wouldn't do that is because of all the David Ortiz praise that would be happening. Well, in the eighth inning, he was taken out. Yeah. Um, and so. Well, yeah, that way he wouldn't go down a loser. Get him out of the game before they lose. And he was on second base down by one run, so they needed some speed. And 
That is quite We're literally the, guy. the only baseball I've watched since uh, last Tuesday night was last night I was laying in bed and flipped on the Red Sox game, and it just happened to be the bottom of the ninth with two outs. Yeah. So I was like, all right, I'm going to watch this and get a little enjoyment. It was a little sketchy there with Cody Allen. Oh, yeah. He was, you know, he was doing everything he could. He threw like 30-something pitches in the bottom of the ninth just to get the Red Sox out. But, uh, yeah, that was pretty great. Good to see uh, you know pitchers like David Price still holding on to their uh, playoff choke record. Yeah, I, I love all the tweets out there about how the Orioles and Red Sox have won, won the same amount of playoff yep. games. Yep. It's great stuff, yep. great stuff. Uh, three American League East teams were represented in the playoffs this year, and two of them didn't even win a single game. <laughs> Meanwhile, the other one hasn't lost a single game. All right. <laughs> yeah. So I haven't watched any games, but you guys did see that Jake Arrieta hit a three-run home run yesterday. Yes. That Jake Arrieta single-handedly scored more offense than the Baltimore Orioles did in the postseason. Yeah. Yeah, again, the Cubs lost. Yeah, the Cubs lost. Still lost. Still. Yeah. It wasn't an embarrassing fashion like the, like the <laughs> Orioles game. And I, it was off Madison Bumgarner, wasn't it? But yeah, was he still in the game at that point? He must have been. It was yeah, in the yeah, very yeah, first inning. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was or Madison second Bumgarner. Inning. Yeah. yeah. Second Bumgarner. inning, yeah. That's fun. Um, There's but, still a couple little fun things like that going on. Yeah. People react differently to tragedy. Uh, sure. like the O's lost and and my and I know a lot of people I don't really understand people taking to Twitter taking to 1057 to, to for, for me I just want to not talk to anybody about it yeah. for a while like we all I I, I knew all the takes I get it mm-hmm. yeah. I just want to kind of shut down for a while and then I'm, I'm now starting to get back into it now I, uh, I'm becoming okay I turned on the only time I've listened to sports talk this week was I turned on DC radio on Monday just to hear them all happy about beating the Ravens. Oh, I, I can't even listen to that. I, I'm not even watching the Ravens this Sunday. I mean, we can get the, to the Ravens. Yeah, later, they're ugly. I, I, I've, I've decided I've got better things to do on my Sunday afternoon. Oh my gosh. Really? Yeah, I'm serious. Are you serious right this now? Sunday, I'm not going to watch the Ravens game this Sunday. I'm going to go, I'm going to go to the zoo or something. I'm going to go, <laughs> I want to go do something with my family and enjoy myself. Cause the past two Sundays have been atrocious. Like, you know what happened this past Sunday? I mean, we're getting jumping ahead a little bit. People. The Ravens lost. I, the I stayed at home all day Sunday, sat on the couch, watched the Ravens game. I was in such a foul mood. A couple of my kids were annoying me. I I I needed to do something to get myself in a better mood. Yeah. And I, I mean, I was like, sn- I face? was snapping at my wife. I was not being a very nice person. So you know what I did to get myself in a good mood? You after dressed the Ravens up as a lost? clown and went to a park. This is going to be so lame. I went to White Marsh Mall. Just to go to the Disney store because I knew I'd get a little bit of Disney in my life and it would put me in a good mood. And guess what? It worked. I left Disney store. I didn't buy anything. I just needed to walk around. Did you like snuggle you know, that, that Pluto or something? Hug, I had a couple. <laughs> hug a couple plushes. That, that sounds one step away from being the creepy clown in the woods. <laughs> uh, yeah, I took off my Ravens jersey. I put on a maybe, different a black T-shirt and went to the mall. <laughs> maybe you do need a break. I, that's, I'm serious. Yeah. I'm, I'm driving myself nuts. Yeah. I, I I said to my wife, it doesn't matter anyway. I'm going to die before I'm 45. Like, it was, <laughs> I was I was having a breakdown. <laughs> See, I'm not. I was like that for the Orioles, after the Orioles lost. I The Ravens lost week five don't, doesn't really affect me that much. Eh. I'm just getting so drive. tired of it. That first drive. It's how they it played. It was unbelievable. Yeah. They were yeah. perfect. I was like, we're going to kill them. Right. His first drive was flawless, and, and, then, and then they sucked the rest then, of the then game. Then when you get a big interception by your one of your star defensive guys, and you, it's like, oh, lock up, game's locked up. Yeah, never mind. So I, I'm taking a week off. I might come back in two weeks or after the bye week, but I I'll watch the highlights. I'll check on my fantasy team, but I'm watching zero NFL this weekend. Are you ready and comfortable expressing uh, how you felt and what went down at the end of the Oral season? Yeah, yeah, we, we want to get back to that. Why don't I mean? Why don't you want to just finish with football and knock football out first? 
Yeah, I mean, or, whatever. I've lost. <laughs> the, the train is off the rails I, right I'm now. I'm sorry. I, I went to the Disney store and, the and all went down from know, there. I have no idea what's going on anymore. Yes, <laughs> fine. Well, I mean, we let's finish the Ravens talk. We're supposed to have Ken on at 8.15. I'm, I'll tell him to call in a little bit early and we can talk about the uh, Ravens. All right, we'll talk to Ken about uh, Mark Tressman. Mr. Film Study? Mr. Film Study himself. That's right, because uh, apparently I wasn't the only one who was just fed up with it. Uh, apparently Mr. Bashotti was Bishotti. as well. Mr. Bashotti, oh yeah. You, you, you know, you know that's where I got this Ravens hat from the Bishotti uh, yacht, win and drive. His yacht, the, his yacht. This is the gift that they give. Uh, at least a few years ago, the gift that they gave visitors to the yacht. Nice. Does like all the the yacht staff have that hat? No, no, no. The yacht staff wears yacht hats that have like the name of the yacht, but oh, they have a drawer oh. of of uh, Ravens caps. Cool. So I would like to have a yacht hat though. A like, yacht hat, with like the, the, with the name hat? Of, with his. What's well, it called? Winning Drive? Winning Drive. That, that's have, what the hats say? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. The hat, it was white hats that said Winning Drive. I, I have those. I have up in my closet, I have one of the long sleeve uh, staff shirts. Nice. That has like the boat on the back. Oh, sweet. So so before we get to, um, to, to, to film study, I'm sorry, again, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just trying to keep the show somewhat on the rails. Are you guys cool with, and we'll get his take, but are you guys cool with the Tressman move? I, it, it had to happen, right? Weren't we all just the play calling on Sunday? It seemed like all year it's been boring play calls, but on Sunday it made no sense. You you were pounding the ball, running, 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 and then and then not uh, not calling it, not being able to catch. How about the uh, the the stuff about how when last time we fired Cam Cameron, we went to Super Bowl. Last two times we lost to the Redskins, we went, we to, went to Super Bowl. Bowl. Is yeah. there anything to that? Not only that, we won the Super Bowl. I think my a lot of teams have gone to the Super Bowl. Oh, We've we won. won. The Super thank Bowl. you, thank yeah. you. And clarify there. Thank you. That's a good clarification. And my logic is, to losing to the Redskins is so terrible, so embarrassing that it pisses everyone off so much. Yeah. That like the only way to redeem ourselves is to win the Super Bowl. Yeah. Or we will be losers because <laughs> we lost to the Redskins. This is our new music for when the caller gets on the line. For Love our guests. Love it. Who's this? The singer? Yeah. I don't remember. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you. Oh, okay. I'll, just, I'll tell you when we get off with Ken. I thought this like was a pop song. I should, it is. Should, this no. was like a big song over the summer. Was it? Man, yeah. I don't know. But uh, either way, we now have Ken uh, McCusick joining us. You want to go ahead and interview? Hi, guys. Uh, introduce Ken, Matt. Hey, Ken. Uh, well, I'm, we're, all, we're excited to talk to talk to Film Study always about the Ravens here. And I... I don't want to step on Josh's toe. Ken, I know you and Josh have some sort of chemistry bond going on here. <laughs> We're working on it. You guys do a show together, Ken. So I'm going to throw some questions at you, but I don't want to interrupt the chemistry here. Life is good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, the, the big news is the uh, Ravens fire the offensive coordinator, Mark Tressman. Um, whenever we have Ravens questions, we, we, we go to you, Film Study. Uh, did this – A, I don't think this really surprised anyone a ton – did you do you think from the film, Ken, that this was the right move for the Ravens? Well, I, you know, I wasn't sure before we really looked at the offensive line last night. But looking at the offensive line last night, something was actually fairly clear: is that the Ravens did not the protection was not that bad. It was very slightly below average, but uh, but almost what they'd expect in a normal game. And there's a little bit more to be said about that that than that. But it really was a case where Flacco and the skill position players significantly underperformed on their opportunity set. So 
not outstanding protection, but Flacco came in north of 100 yards short of where I would have expected him for 49 passes. It should have been right around 300 yards given the amount of ample time and space opportunities he had, and, and he actually got 188 net yards in total. And that's that's really a function of skill position players not making plays, not getting open, Flacco not being patient to deliver a long ball, not making catches, a whole bunch of that kind of stuff. Yeah, and I guess that's one side of it, Ken. But on the other side of it is simple play calling. Like when Terrence West ran for 95 yards on 11 carries, averaging 8.6 yards a carry, how does he only have 11 carries in that game when Joe Flacco threw the ball 46 times? So that's not a an opportunity and players not coming through. That's a play calling issue, right? Yeah, I would agree. I think that they, they did pass the ball too much. Part of it is the Ravens run their offense out of the shotgun now. So it's really they, they don't run very many plays from under center, so it limits the number of plays you really can run the ball feasibly. Now, you, you, you probably hear people say that, you know, they want to have an exact balance of run and pass, blah, 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 blah. It, that's, not a, that's not an optimal number of runs. You want less than half runs, but you need to run enough that the opposing team, that the defense will bite on run fakes and that they'll respect the run because you're effective at it when you do it. Um, but, but anyway, the, the, the Ravens running as few times as they did, obviously, is not anything that's, uh, uh, that's going to scare the heck out of the other team. They also don't have a quarterback who's, who really threatens to run either. So when throwing out of the shotgun, you know, opposing defensive linemen really just pin their ears back. They rush the quarterback hard, and, and we're seeing a lot of that you know, get home to Flacco. Yeah, and it wasn't just where we saw this yesterday with the play, on, on Sunday with the play calling. I mean, over the course of the year, Joe Flacco has 216 passing attempts. That's more than anybody else in football. And Joe Flacco is fine and all. But he shouldn't be, have the most passing attempts in all of football, right? No, he, sh- he shouldn't. I mean, they have, they've had a good number of total plays on offense, so that part of it is good. Okay, so yeah. You're going to pass more when you have more plays on offense. But on the other hand, and that's a function of the defense really keeping the other team off the field. But they should be able to, to have some leads and to, and to run out some games, and they really haven't had that. They've been playing in a bunch of close fourth quarter games every week and so that's why we're seeing the higher passing numbers good ravens football right there right so matt i don't think when when we first got ken on i don't think did you set him up as people can go on over to russell street report and and where he really breaks down the uh the numbers no i did it josh we've had we've had mr film study on our show well like 15 times i know but there's new people joining every All all the time and plus for ken he's got a new podcast now uh that he's part of locked on ravens which is a bunch of guys on Russell Street, and Ken uh, does the show on Mondays and Wednesday evenings where he breaks down the defensive line and the offensive line. And uh, I'm on there with him, but Ken does all the work, and, and <laughs> Ken's a smart one. Yeah, and that's and that's all fi- fine, Josh, but we only have Ken on here for a short amount of time. Right, but so I want to ask that... him as many questions as possible. Well, that leads into my question of I know on Wednesday night he's going to be talking a, a deep into the offensive line, but what my question is, is what changes now? What does getting rid of the offensive coordinator, how is that going to help when we've already had injury problems? Right. I mean, they're, they're going to have to get the offensive line straightened out. I think that the first order of business for Tressman is going to – not for Tressman for, – for Mornenweg is going to be to rebuild the play-action passing game, which means Flacco will probably have to go back under center for more snaps. You really can't run play-action – out of the uh, out of the shotgun, you can do it a little bit out of the pistol with read action, which means your quarterback is going to run the ball, but 
Flacco's not a credible running threat, so you really can't run that with him in particular. But Flacco can run play action and does it very effectively from under center. It gives him a little bit less time to read the defense when he is, when he is throwing, but uh, uh, he's very effective in, a, in the play action passing game. So I think Morningwood will try and rebuild that, and uh, I, I, I expect to see the offensive line, the interior line, have to do more pickups in the center of A-gap blitzes and other things where they haven't proven themselves, but they're going to have to pick that up more effectively with Flacco being under center because that's the natural place where you try and get pressure um, uh, it, when the quarterback's not in the shotgun. Yeah, is the, uh, is, is the offensive line, is that the, why we're seeing so many, like one of the most annoying plays to watch Flacco throw is the little flat pattern to a tight end for a gain of two yards. Is this as an offensive line issue? On third and 12, yeah. Yeah, on third and 12. <laughs> why aren't guys yeah. getting open? Is it because guys aren't open? Because there's not enough time to get open? Why are there not more big plays with this team? All right. Well, I'll say this, that, that you know, Josh, from the definition we use on our, on our podcast of ample time and space, the, the quarterback has to have at least three seconds, and he has to have a full step to go in the direction of the receiver and 60, 60 degrees in either side of that. And it's a definition I've used for years, and it's, it's just starting to prove to be inadequate in a significant way, is that the second you get to throw the ball between the two seconds and three seconds is valuable, but the second between three seconds and four seconds is in exponentially more valuable. Sure. Okay? And you think about it, the, 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 the route tree is going on, you have all, all your five receivers out in the pattern, and your fast receivers in particular – they're going to they're going to make up they're going to make themselves available between 2 and 3 seconds sometimes they're going to make themselves available a lot more between 3 and 4 seconds and so giving that extra second of protection is worth a lot and and that's where ATS is not really capturing everything about what happened i think that the protection had, has been okay to meet and meet this ample time and space standard of 3 seconds i don't think they've given joe many 4 second opportunities yeah yeah okay so but it's not an issue of talent right because our receivers mike wallace steve smith bashard perriman like they are talented playmakers on this team it just hasn't come together yet right it's not a talent issue is it i, I it's not it's not a talent of the receivers issue not in my my bill i mean perriman's had a couple drops i don't he want did. to get into that as being the main thing but they've got three fast receivers and most teams don't have that so there's a three credible speed threats but in order for those to you know throw their weight at the opposing defense, so to speak, Flacco has to have more time in the pocket and more than just three seconds. He needs three and a half to four seconds to, to get a lot of those passes off. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, what do you expect to see next week as, I mean, you, you don't have time, right? To institute a new offense. So what do you expect to see? You, you mentioned more play action. I hope maybe they run the ball more, but what do you expect to see in the immediate for the Ravens offense? Right, I, and, and so try and stabilize the offensive line as they as they best can. They signed Vlad Dukas. I don't think he'll be a starter right away. I think he's pure depth at this point. But they'll they'll probably go with a similar offensive line. I hope that Stanley is ready to go because that's a very key um, player. If he's ready to go, I suspect that the move will be to move Lewis over to right tackle, move Yanda back into right guard, um, uh, continue with Urschel at left guard and continue with Zuda at center. Zuda actually just had his first decent game of the year uh, in the last game, so he's, he's got a, uh, 
he's earned another game of of relief from from risk of being removed. Yeah, and, and you Yonda might... was very good at right tackle. Go ahead. Well, and I think you mentioned this uh, when we did some some uh, stuff before the season, some preview stuff before the season. But like one of the issues with this team was the lack of depth on the offensive line, right? So this shouldn't become an, as a huge surprise that a couple offensive linemen get injured and we struggled offensive line. Like we could have seen this yeah, coming. It's, it's it's no surprise at all. And in fact, I was calling for them to get a another um, quality tackle and you're not going to get a high quality tackle, but just somebody who can give you some sort of effort that's above the replacement level um, when you need a replacement. And, you know, they, they went into the season with James Hurst as one of their backup players. That's unacceptable. We already kind of knew that was unacceptable and they had to play him a game against a premier pass rusher and he got abused. So, you know, it, yes, it's not surprising that they, that they did that. And they happen to have two tackle injuries at the same time. And, uh, and it wasn't good. They've been very fortunate that Yonda kicked out to right tackle and was just outstanding in the second half this week. Yeah, yeah, he's a great player. Uh, well, Ken, we appreciate you coming on. I, I, and I know you can check him out what twice a week on the on the Ravens Lockdown podcast. Lockdown Ravens, yeah, Lockdown Ravens. Monday evenings and Wednesday evenings. And you might even get like I love the reference. Uh, I was listening to Mondays, and Ken had a great reference about Homer Simpson eating more pudding. You got to check that out. Well done, <laughs> Ken. Love it. <laughs> Uh, but can we appreciate? So you remember it being on the show? <laughs> What's that? So a lot of people. You're, you're a younger guy, and a lot of the people. When I make a really old Simpsons reference like this, it's from about the third or fourth season. People don't really always pick up on that. But I guess you've had lots of chances to watch it in reruns. Yeah, no, I'm all over it. Matt and Josh weren't allowed to watch it when those early seasons were on. <laughs> yeah, I'm a Homer guy. When I think when I hear Homer, I think the Odyssey. Right? I'm an English guy, so I, that's right. My <laughs> mind goes with it. But no, I, I got the reference. Uh, but but Ken McCusick, we appreciate you cu- you coming on and shining some light on this whole offensive coordinator thing. Thanks, man. All right, take it easy, guys. Thanks, Ken. I'm only one call away. I'll be there to save this is Charlie Puth. Oh, I know who he is. He sings that uh, Paul Walker song from Fast and the Furious. Oh, don't get me started. I guess so. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, oh okay. Cue like the waterworks. There was about when I was on my bus ride in Tanzania from Dar to the village I was at. It was like a 12-hour bus ride. And they had like a song of five songs playing in a loop, five music videos, four Tanzanian music videos. One And the other one was the the Paul Walker song. The Paul Walker Fast and Furious song. Yeah. Oh, I can't remember how that goes. But yeah, yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Check out Ken's podcast locked on yeah i'm on it but it's all it's ken's podcast yeah and check out as it should be rusty report (laughs) yeah Yeah, we've had him on here a bunch and he's he's the best when whenever you want some real ravens talk you go to him oh he breaks he breaks it down and the 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 best the rest of the week that locked on ravens podcast there's different podcasts every week and uh um wasn't it tony from russell street report is also doing a cool podcast one of those days where he's interviewing old ravens yep so if you haven't done it yet check out the ravens locked Locked, locked on Ravens. Locked on Ravens. That's what I said. Is this is it time? Just trying to set the mood. I think this is what we've used in the past for tough Orioles losses. Is really? this mood music? Oh yeah 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 yeah. Everything is So we got to talk about it. 
sure. guess it, it wouldn't be fair to the listeners if we just didn't talk about the, the biggest Oriole game of the year. Well, we didn't talk about it Tuesday night because as soon as that walk-off home run, me and Matt put our jackets on and rolled out without saying a word no, to I each don't, other. I don't think any of us <laughs> talked, and I walked up the street. <laughs> yeah. And 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 oh, and and when the uh who was it was it Trumbo that got the home run early? Yeah. yeah. And when we when we got that 2-1 lead, I was like, "Oh, we're recording the podcast tonight. It's going to be fun. Yeah. We're going to do a nice little after show." Uh, I never I never thought we would win or we would lose. Like well, I, I predicted had, we would lose. I had, I never thought it was going to end. I I had no, yeah, I I was I the only time I thought was one of the one of those double plays we got in like the ninth or tenth inning. Yeah. At that point, I thought we're gonna lose, and I was just I, my mind was made up then. Yeah. And then somehow we, I think it was Michael Givens in there. Or somehow we got out of it. O'Day, we got out of a jam. Oh, with O'Day too. Yep. Yeah. It was, right. Ooh, it was it was a ride. I think you know what I think. I think some Baltimore fans. I'm convinced of this from Twitter and from listening uh, and just from hearing people talk about the game. I'm convinced people prefer some people out there. Just prefer their lives to be miserable. They prefer the <laughs> Orioles to suck. They just their lives are better when the Orioles suck. I think I'm convinced of that. You you ever meet that person who they could be having the greatest day of all time, but they'll find something to complain about just because they they feel more normal. They feel more okay with themselves when they're complaining. Yeah, I yeah. feel like that's a lot of Oriole fans don't really know how to react to being good, and so they're always looking for something to complain. And certainly, um, one uh, curious decision by buck showalter yeah. open the floodgates for this yeah those are the same people that send out the tweets over the winter with the roger hornsby quote about staring out the win- window in the winter time and just can't wait till baseball season like shut right. up <laughs> but but they're also the guys they're also the guys that in the off season say the orioles better sign the number one free agent pitcher or this team sucks yeah yeah like like something completely impractical let's trade ryan flaherty for david price it, all right, are we going to talk about the decision? I like what Ken Ro- Ro- Rosenthal, who I, I'm not a fan of his, but I like what he wrote about this. And he wrote this about the Buckshaw Walter decision. He said, second guessing now occurs in real time on social media, and such conversations is part of the game, part of what makes baseball so great. But every night it's the same, especially in the postseason. Decisions backfires. Uh, decisions backfires. Manager is a fool. Decision works. On to the next one. Right. Uh, sure. I'm not exonerating Showalter. I do understand. I do not understand why he failed to use Britain, but Showalter is the furthest thing from a dunderhead, and he knows his team better than anyone. For one night, whether he was simply playing dangerous odds or beholden to an outdated mode of thinking, he just screwed up. And I, I, that's kind of how I feel. I, yeah, I agree too. And I agree that because it, it's just like earlier in the game, we thought Buck was a genius when he was bringing the guys because he brought in like five or six pitchers, five pitchers before then. Even and before he was making, then, before then he was making moves where we're like, "Why isn't Britain in? Why isn't Britain in?" Even before then, right? Even before the game even started, how many people questioned him for not Start starting Jimenez? And, right. What if Jimenez started and gave up five runs? Right, 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 right. And then, yeah, is Buck Showalter then an idiot? Well, no, he went with most of the fans wanted. So, yeah, yeah, and and I think the only part where I really feel like. What were you doing, Buck? Was when two men were on for Jimenez, and at that point, I felt like you know Jimenez can't get you out of that situation. I you hate to bring Britain in then because, but and I see it as, are you really gonna if you bring Britain in, he gives you a max of two innings, then you got to go to Tommy Hunter and was Bundy in the pen too? Yeah, Bundy. So Bundy. And it's like 
you don't want to run out of pitchers in a playoff game. And the way the Orioles were playing offensively, they weren't going to score for another six, seven innings. Yeah, and yeah, that was Liriano in there. And and I won't, I won't, I'll defend Buck Showalter till the day I die as a manager for the Orioles. But I, I'm not going to defend his decision not to use Britain. I thought he screwed up. He should have used Britain. Yeah, he messed up. Yeah, and I would love to know. I really don't understand why. If it was because traditional, he's going to close the game See, when we have lead. I I just I can't understand why. The more I think about it, the more I agree with Buck. Because oh, you can't, Josh. You, you can't. You have to because the team is not getting hits. They got four hits that entire game, which means whenever they do eventually get that one hit, it might be the next inning, it might be in five innings, you want to close out that game immediately. And who's the guy that you can put in once we have the lead and the game's virtually over? Yeah, but but the other team's in a position where all they have to do is score a run on a sack fly or a double play or something, right, right. and the game's over. Well, yeah. So that, they only need one run in the game's over. Well, and that's where I say once there were two men on, Britain should have came in. And, maybe, and, maybe and he once, didn't even have anybody maybe, warming right. up. Maybe once one man was on, Britain should have came in. And and the optics of it, guys, the optics of it from the outside looking in, wait a minute. You have the best reliever in all of baseball. Yeah, it looks a horrible. A young candidate who didn't even pitch in the game. Yeah. Right. That looks horrible. That's insane. Uh, yeah, it's crazy. Except we would all be yelling for Buck if Britain came in and pitched two no-hit innings and then ran out of steam, and then Jimenez blows it. I, no, no, we won't. We would still lose, and we'd I don't think saying, people would be upset. Because well, uh, he would have done his like, job just like O'Day did his job, Michael yeah, Gibbons did his job, Brad yeah, Brock no did his job. Right, I guess we'd be mad that he put in Jimenez over Bundy or something, yeah. but not, yeah. But, but we I see that. But even that's less criticism than, I mean, it's kind of a big deal that you don't pitch the best right, reliever in baseball. Right. But I think we can't overlook the fact that the Orioles got four hits that game. That if you, you we did not lose the game because Britain was in the pen. We lost the game because we got into that situation to begin with. That we got four hits and from the sixth in and on we were no hit. What do you think about that the the guy Trumbo who hit the two home runs or hit the two run homer? Yeah, he's pretty good. He was a superstar all season, led the major leagues in home runs, gets us into helps us get into the playoffs. A lot of games we wouldn't have won if not for Mark Trumbo uh in two thousand sixteen. Two years ago, same exact boat with Nelson Cruz in 2014 right. that we would not have made the playoffs without Nelson Cruz, that yeah. we wouldn't have made it to the ALCS without Nelson Cruz, and now we're looking at another season where we're probably not going to get Mark Trumbo back Well, let's pull year. out the free agent list. Who's the old, overblown free agent? Yeah, who's who's the power hitter that we can afford the a one-year The power hitter that everyone says is, is done. Washed up. Alvarez. Yeah. yeah, this is the interesting thing, right? Because the Orioles, I think, see this as – a market that's undervalued because now no one values a power hitting old guy. Yeah. With no defensive skills. Yeah. Trump played more than half the games in right field. Yeah. Most home runs in baseball. Do you know where he finished in war? How, how many executives no, now no clue. measure players? 87th. So according to fan graphs, he was the 87th best player in baseball. Even with all the home runs. Even with all the home runs. So he's not someone I think that other teams value maybe as highly as we do. And to be honest, guys, look at the team as a whole. The, I mean, if you want to find something that screams we have to fix this, is the run scored. Yeah. yeah. We thought this would be an offensive juggernaut. Right. We finished in, in baseball. We finished 12th in run scored. Right. It's well, amazing we made the playoffs. Finish they, at tw- we thought we would yeah. be top three. Right. 12th. But it was so many solo home runs. Because we never, when we would get people on base, we couldn't get them to second base. 
we hit into a lot of double plays, and we'd leave guys stranded on on first, second base a lot. Why? Because we have guys like Mark Trumbo who are who we have got one skill, all or nothing. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. but but for somehow for some reason we're, we have a t- team that's built around if we don't have a guy like Mark Trumbo, we don't make the playoffs. Sure. Yeah, and that's and hopefully we'll that's. Well, what are you replacing Mark Trumbo with? I guess. I mean, and well, and that's where the Dexter thing, Fowler. When you look at this offseason, we would make the playoffs. <laughs> and I and I feel like we're going to be talking every week about retool on this team. But when you, re, you now that you retool this team, you've got that good core, and that's what you got to work on is that on base stuff. So that's where maybe it's key to bring back guys like we've got the list of free agents. The top guy on here for me to bring back is Michael Bourne, because he adds speed and a and a guy on base that we didn't have in, except for a month this year. We haven't had a guy like that in many, many years since, what, Brian Roberts? Maybe Nick Marcakis you could put in there? Yeah, I guess from Dan, Duquette, Dan Duquette's perspective, you kind of you, 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 you try to find um, vulnerable markets or, or like markets that are undervalued, right? And right now, what appears to be undervalued is no one wanted Pedro Alvarez. Right. We signed Nelson Cruz late because, let's be honest, nobody wanted him to sure. a one-year deal. It was either him or Kendrys Morales. Nobody wants these power-hitting, bad defensive players. So, with that in mind, you can get them real on the cheap. So, what my concern is that the Warriors are going to do this again. They're going to find... I don't, see, I don't, I don't, I don't Ryan Howard. I don't know if it's a, <laughs> and he'll probably hit forty five home runs, but yeah. his on base percentage will be crap. And I they'll mean, pay him two million bucks. Yeah. That, that's Duquette's style is I'm gonna wait until the last minute and grab whatever's there. And, and who try was there? to get the bargain. The power hitting bad defense, which is right. a bargain. It's a Trumbull was a bargain this even, year. Cruz was a bargain. Oh, we traded Clevenger for him. Right. Yeah. 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 It's a steal. And and the guy that we were even like what we really wanted in looking back, we'd probably still be in the playoffs if we made the move, was Dexter Fowler. And when we made that move for Fowler, that was even a late move. When you look at the trade deadline, the guy who made the biggest impact is Bourne. When was that? That was at the very last second of the trade deadline to bring in a guy like that. Yeah. He works he, he works after everyone else because it's like he doesn't want to compete against teams. He wants to he wants get to, his stuff from the garbage pile. Yeah, he wants to get the leave-ins. <laughs> yeah. Is uh, like George Costanza eating the eclair off the top of the garbage pile. Uh, that's exactly right. <laughs> did, did, and it's fine as long as it doesn't get caught. Are you, right, for, this is, we've, we've now had one year of Chris Davis's new contract. Are you still happy with Chris Davis's contract? Is he still worth that money to you after his performance this year? Was we, it a seven-year deal? Is that yeah, what it was? it's a seven-year deal. Too early to say. But you got to look at year one and say, uh, like I look at year one and I say, well, he's, I think his stats were fine for this year. I'd like to see him improve, but I when you're getting a, he's gold glove, so I'm happy about that. I mean, he deserves the gold glove. We'll see if he gets it. Um, but then you saw the news that Detroit was considering 200 million for Chris Davis. Yeah, yeah, 200 million. That. I'd be disappointed in Chris Davis. I mean, so. I, I'd, I'd still. What's per- the difference between what? How much we pay? Yeah. 170 million, and it's not my money. One, 160, I think. It's okay. not my money. I'm yeah. not. I, I, I no wouldn't be disappointed one or the other. It's not my money. I don't care. Just pay, pay him. You know, to get him to play baseball on my team. Okay. And according to War, by the way, Chris Davis had a better year than Mark Trumbo. So yeah. for what it's worth, uh, Chris Davis does something that not many players do. He gets on base. I mean, a without bit. looking at the he numbers, he's got to be a plus first baseman, though. I oh, mean, yeah, he's got to be. He's got to be up there I mean, among I mean, the top. He really should get the gold glove, the amount of uh, great saves and scoops he was doing. And, yeah, and yeah, he gets on base. He probably has more walks than anyone else on the team. And the strikeouts are magnifying, but he does get on base. Yeah. 
Yeah, and this is where we get into war and stuff. I don't understand. He's ranked 10th on defensive war at first base. I don't understand all that stuff. That makes – yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I don't really get all that stuff. But uh, – so, yeah, I'm, I'm okay with Chris Davis making whatever he's making. As long as he doesn't go terrible, as long as he's – that's kind of what we expect from him. That's if fine. He's, if he's healthy and contributing. Yeah. The, I get pissed off with the guys making tons of money and they can't even stay healthy. Right. They're on the disabled list all the year. Yeah. Then, then it's a waste of money. And it's not like he's holding up a spot for somebody no. else. He's contributing. He, he's the best first baseman we have. I don't want any other first baseman right now. Nope. Me either. <laughs> Not you, Trey Mancini. Trey, I'll, I'll, I'll take Chris Trey Davis. Mancini's an interesting discussion on how you even use him on this team. Well, we're going to need a DH next year. Yeah, but do you really want a rookie DH? I mean, it kind of seems like a waste to have a young guy as a DH. I don't know if he can get on base. I'll take it. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. mean, you have to find ways to – to make up for your loss without spending money. <laughs> I mean, that's the worst. Right. That's going to be Dandy Cat's so challenge we, so, to so do what we, he does without spending money. We all money. think Trumbo's gone, right? Sure. Al, Alvarez Alvarez showed nothing this year. He's gone. The, he's gone. He was a one-year deal? Yeah, he was a one-year deal. I mean, yo, you can get I him mean, real cheap. I he guess. showed nothing. You would think we could get him even cheaper next year. It might be one of those things. I mean, he wasn't terrible. It probably, he had 20-some home runs. Yeah. Right? He, I think he did exactly what we expected him to do. Right. It probably is one of those things where – He'll we're, test the free agent market. Nobody's going to want him, and maybe he'll come back maybe to us at the end. Him, maybe him and Mancini. real cheap. Yeah. yeah. Flip-flop on DH. But I, if I'm Noros, I don't want him. But sure. But but maybe he comes back. Steve Pierce? No. Do you think he's back? I'm so over Steve Pierce, and I don't understand why the town is in love See, with I'm, Steve I'm Pierce. See, I'm okay with Steve Pierce. The guy I'm over with is Nolan Reimelt. Well, nobody likes him. I'm Everyone over, likes Steve Pierce for some reason. I'm over Nolan Reimelt. I don't like either of them. I don't like Steve Pierce either. They're garbage. Right. Yeah, but do you the, think the he's second back? he came over us over here as damaged goods, I'm done with yeah. him. Yeah, and I don't want to see lost, him. And we lost Jones. in Rose uniform anymore. Professional hitter, shut up. Get get out of Baltimore. Right. Steve I'm Pierce. I'm gonna X out Pierce. <laughs> uh, Michael Bourne. I already said I, I want Bourne here. back. You guys want Bourne back? Yeah, he's my favorite Oriole. I don't really want. How old? How old's Bourne? Fifty-seven. I think <laughs> he, I think he's playing he's his fifty-seventh year. He's probably thirty. 32. Oh no, no 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 no. He's he's in his. I'm gonna guess thirty-five. He's an old man. He's been around forever. So I don't want him back. I'm going young. He gone. All right. <laughs> Tommy Hunter. X he him wants, out. Matt wants to bring back the baby birds. You want Tommy Hunter back? I'd rather have Mike Yastrzemski out there. Uh, Tommy Hunter, he gone. No. No. All right. Mark he, he, Tommy Hunter is the most inconsistent. You don't know if you're going to get a 7-year-a or one year a did I don't he, want him my Did team. he give up any home runs as a as an Oriole, this he pitched year. well for us. He pitched well yeah. for that last yeah. month. Yeah, but the, you, and I think every Oriole fan fell in love with Tommy Hunter with his little celebration oh. speech and the beer. We love the guy, love sure, it. love it. But, but is there a spot for him in this pen? No, because again, it's a money issue. You can't spend any money on relievers, right? And he's a veteran guy. Yeah, he's going to make gonna money. Need more money, so you can replace him with a AAA guy. All right, Michael Bourne turns thirty-four this December. Young guy <laughs> compared to us, <laughs> old guy in baseball. Yeah. Uh, Drew Stubbs, no care at all, right? I don't even know why he was on the team to begin with. Yeah, he he gone. All right, he's the reason we lost. That's right. <laughs> all right, then that leaves number thirty-two, Matt Weeders. Yeah, what, I, what do you do with him? He's an enigma. He had a, he had a good year. <laughs> he's an enigma. That's right. Last year, if you would have asked me at the end of last season, I I think I said let him go. I would certainly. And they gave him a qualifying offer. Again, I don't care about the money. Pay the man if you want to pay him. Uh. I, I can't think of any other catchers I would want on this team. There's nobody, uh, with the exception of possibly Chancisco, 
But there's no other catchers out there in the Major League Baseball that I would rather have right now than Matt Wieters. Yeah, that, that's what stands out to me is I do not want Caleb Joseph to be our main, no, our number one. That's not acceptable. And and I don't believe that Pena will be ready until 2018. Cisco. Oh, Cisco. Cisco has got to be ready next year. I don't think Cisco will. will be ready he until will. 2018. Yeah, I'd, I'd lean him with Matt there because we've talked about this before. I mean, if he's gone, then it, that's the choice. I, I mean, maybe yeah. you're bringing some veteran guy. I mean, like if Wieters is gone, I guess you force him up there. I mean, Manny Machado came up and before anyone in, thought he was ready. You bring right. him up, you, yeah. But then when you bring the guy, like, right? Sign Nick Cunley to back him up or something. I guess Caleb I'm, Joseph is your veteran backup. We got Perez, Pena. We got a couple guys there in, in AAA. Ryan Flaherty. Um, maybe, uh, maybe Chancisco can be the actual Jesus in cleats <laughs> that Matt Wieters could never be. Oh, but we saw some glimpses at least. To cut at the end of the season, he was quite clutch. And Matt Wieters is definitely clutch. I mean, opening day, he got that. He got the walk off. Yeah. Then uh, the two arm run game at the, the end of the season. Yeah, end of the season. Again, you could probably pull some war stat that's going to prove me wrong, but I still feel like he's better than most catchers on any other teams. Yeah, yeah, he is. And the problem is, he's going to get paid more than most. Yeah, catchers. somebody. Well, you know, if he gets it, good for him. He's deserving of it. It's they're hard to come by. Well, my question with. My question with um, Matt Wieters is at the practical question of, do you offer him a qualifying offer? And if you do, if I'm Matt Wieters, do you take I it? I might as well take it again. It's a lot of money for yeah, one year. It's like, isn't sure. it like thirteen million this year or something? I, I don't know. I don't know. I think it's going to go up. I, I don't know if it's been decided yet. I think you have to wait and yeah. see how salaries work out. But so is Give it? And is that a win-win or is that too much to pay Wieters? I, I mean, that's that's my struggle. I feel like. Do you or do you not offer the platform offer and kind of – I feel like it's the same position in, as last year. If he accepts it, okay, fine. We'll pay him for one year. If he rejects it, I, I would like the draft picked. So sure. it's I, I feel that's the way to do it. Offer qualifying offer and then just see what happens. We, we will be okay either way. They're, they're yeah. saying the qualifying offer will be around $17 million. Okay. Again, that I, doesn't, I don't mind that. Is it going to raise the ticket prices? Nobody's going anyway. No, they Might as well give it to them. Right, they, you've already <laughs> raised ticket prices. Why not keep doing it? Yeah. You got to do something with that money. Why wouldn't you give him the qualifying offer? Ma- Madison, it's not my money. Mass and Raidens were gigantic this year. You you made money. You got to raise up my cable at, bill. At some point, you're going to win that lawsuit against the Nats. I mean, start spending some money. You, <laughs> you've got a nice core of young pitchers, so I'm not going to ask you to sign a star pitcher. I'm very happy about starting next year with Tillman, Gosman, Bundy. That excites me. The bullpen's pretty much in, in, in going to be the same guys. I'm happy with that. Yeah. So, yeah, spend the money. Yeah, I agree. Sure, why not? I don't care. <laughs> you, you guys want to look back at last year? I mean, there's a lot of bad players. who bad, There's a lot of teams who have bad catchers. Yeah. It's a rack. And He's one of the best. And there's a lot of teams who have made bad deals that didn't pay off for them. Yeah. So and He stayed healthy all year, right? I feel like the one-year deal is kind of the great deal left by for GMs to do. It's a great move. The Trumbo, the Weeders, yeah. the one-year move. You don't type your franchise. There's, there's none of this. You, uh, what's the new thing in, in deals the, 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 where they can – Oh, the player up, option. The player option. There's none of that crap. You don't have Pablo Sandoval who signs a five-year deal then gains 500 yeah, pounds because yeah. he's got a five-year deal. He can do it. I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, but, but we made some predictions last year. Right, what if baseball went to all one-year deals across the board? I like it. Then you'd be fighting every year to keep your core together, and every team would be doing the same. It would be fun. Yeah. It'd be like fantasy football without keepers. They wouldn't sell as many jerseys. 
Because you wouldn't buy a jersey for a guy you knows only might only be there one year. But 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 you'd still buy you still I still go to the store wanting to buy an Oriole jersey, so I'd buy a Machado, thinking the Orioles are going to try really hard to keep him every year. Or I'd buy a, a Ryan Flaherty, knowing the Orioles will keep him every year, yeah, no true, matter what. True. <laughs> Which is utterly ridiculous. Oh, real real quick, someone in the chat room mentioned uh, if you had to uh, choose to keep uh, Joey Rickard or Manny Machado. I mean, <laughs> Mancini. Some people love Rickard more than Machado. Mancini but Rickard or, or Mancini, Rickard? Well, who comes, would you keep on the team? That comes down to what do you need? Do you need an outfielder? Yeah, that's going to be interesting. Or do you need a, another first but baseman? That's someone, you don't need a first baseman. He, people forget how great he was. Joey Rickard. Rickard had a great April. <laughs> great. <laughs> he did. for, for He for was a, a good bit. contributor. I wouldn't call him great. <laughs> I think he was a little overhyped. His first two weeks in April were legendary. They were legendary. That's <laughs> Never true. forget. He was going to be rookie of the year. All right, let's get to some of the we want to we remember what we say here boys and girls. Yeah. In fact, we have it on we record it. Yeah, we uh so on it's last a podcast. So last year we did Birdland Radio. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Which I, I I'm sure we're going to do another one next year cuz it was a lot of fun. Well, yeah. It might just be us if no one else wants to come on again. It's fine. We can do 12 hours. That's yeah. fine. Especially Ooh. if we get a guy like Chris Davis again. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty big. Cuz yeah. that was really cool. Um, but at the end of that, when we're all worn out, when we're tired from the day, from the long broadcast, we made some predictions. So we made a prediction on Oriole record, who the biggest surprise would be on the Orioles, what the biggest disappointment would be on the Orioles, and finally we each made a bold prediction. Okay. You know, what They ended up with 89 wins, is that right? 89 wins. They, yeah. Just think, if we would have got that 90th win... We'd have the Blue Jays coming to Baltimore. Extra innings, we would have the advantage. Hitting Zach Britton in would have. Zach Britton would have pitched if it was at home. That yes, that stupid yes. loss to the Yankees on ruined that uh, Saturday ruined it all. A bunch of bums. Yeah, I was at that game. <laughs> bunch of bums. There were a bunch of bums. Think hey. about it. You can go through each game that we lost, and I bet it would drive you nuts to find like there was a simple way we could have won about. 20 games. It says a lot for throwing out the B squad on Sundays. It's like, uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. You might want to try and win this game. (laughs) Try to win one of them. A random game against the Cincinnati Reds interleague play in Cincinnati on a Sunday afternoon. You might not want to throw the B squad out there, Buck. This game might count come September 30th. But you can't do that, Bert. You'll drive yourself nuts. Just saying. And you'll end up at at the Disney store crying into some push dial. (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't crying. I was smiling. So I guess I mean we said eight nine wins. You want to start with the uh, the record predictions? Sure. Yeah. What we said about record. All right. Who wants to go first? Bakoda. I think they had the Orioles winning ten games. <laughs> so <laughs> it, I have the Blue Jays running away with the division. I have the Orioles at eighty six wins. Okay. So and I think that's going to be good enough to to get a wild card. Okay. Again, yeah, those orange colored glasses on, but but to win a few more games did last year. Again, the offense will be better. I'm hoping that's good enough for a few more wins. They weren't. We get to that eighty six mark. Um, and that's good enough to make the playoffs. And I think that uh, wouldn't have been enough. The, the Yankees and then the Red Sox and the Rays, um, I think all are below 500. I think all those teams are, are so, not great teams. Wow. You so got the only, Rays, right? The Rays were the only ones under 500, right? Even the Yankees finished above 500. Did the Yankees finished above 500, too? They, they, yeah, I believe so. And 86 would not have gotten it. But but, but you, we you made you the did, wild card. We did call the wild card. And I thought the offense you know, would be better. I, I feel like you guys will get on me, but I got to go with the side of the uh, so called experts. And. Uh, there's no way 90 wins. I mean, every, <laughs> no everybody's got to perform above and beyond expectations for that to happen. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say slightly below 500. It's not going to be like a 69 win like Coda or whoever it was was saying. But, but, man, I don't know. Maybe high 70s, something like that. High 70s. 
Did you put some kind of filter on my voice there? I sound a little feminine. <laughs> it's, 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 I'm telling you, that was what eight o'clock at night, at nine o'clock at night after a day of Birdland Radio. Yeah, all, all the all the audio is messed up because we've had lots of people on our uh, on the podcast, and uh, you'll see my mic's all messed up too. I am going with a uh, chance at the wild card. I'm going second. I'm going to go second place. Chance nice. at the wild card. Got that? Ninety wins. Well, I think that, so wow. close. I think that too much is being made of this pitching staff, and not enough is being made of the bullpen. And that if the pitching staff, we're not asking for guys to pitch complete games. If they can get five innings every now and then, get seven innings, we'll be okay. Nice, Josh. I stand, jo- by, I stand Hold by on. that. Josh recorded that yesterday. He did. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> and if can we, and can we isolate the clip where Bert says? No way, ninety wins. If we could, can I, I well, I, I was right. <laughs> I, I, right, that no way, ninety wins was in response 89. to my ninety yeah. wins. But. <laughs> no way, ninety, eighty-nine. So I, so so record. I, I think I won that. Congratulations. But uh, so I'll start with my. Uh, after that, we did the biggest surprise. All right, biggest surprise. Let's go. I'm going to the rotation. I'm going with Mike Wright. Yeah, I, I lost Mike this Wright one as a guy who's kind of. Made it onto the roster because Gosman got hurt and because Gonzalez just sucks real bad. What is Mike Wright? Is he still a baseball player? <laughs> I don't know where yeah. Mike Wright is, but uh, he, he pitched, imploded late April. He, he pitched like maybe three games. He started. Yeah, yeah. He spent more time in AAA than he did in the majors. That, I, I always, that was I, a I always call. liked him when he was on That's the terrible. on the mound. But as soon as one guy got a hit, he'd freak out. And you have the nerve to call yourself an O's podcaster after that. Yeah, I, I, that that. Thankfully, I got the record right because I'm way off on that. Embarrassing. I got I got to mention a comment that just came up on the feed. Uh, Jacob Rock, who's been listening to this show forever, is asking, why do I have to Bert? Bert, Why is Bert (laughs) had to be so negative when it comes to predictions? You've been listening to the show a long time. You know that's how I am. I'm very pessimistic, and I I like to do but, the reverse jinx for the win. You know and uh, I was right when it came to the loss on the wild card game. You know what? There was something else that you got right. I think Hyunsu Kim will be the biggest surprise. Yes. Uh, the fact that he he made the starting squad as of today, at least, uh, he's gonna be just fine. He'll be the starting left fielder like halfway through the season, and everybody's just fine and be like, oh, I'm glad he made the roster. Like, for, <laughs> remember he had a horrible spring training. That's spot on, man. I love it. That wasn't that I negative. You took care of that on. one. And you guys don't remember. We forget how much he was hated. Like, yeah. yeah people we, hated him. People Sukum. booed him on opening day. Not me. <laughs> Not me. This was before opening day. We saw him at spring training go 0-25 or something. That's right. Yeah. But Mr. Positivity over here said, just hang in there, Oats fans. <laughs> hey, that's right. Now, Jacob, where was I negative there? With you had, you had to be thinking, who, am I, who can I say that's going to get everyone angry? <laughs> no, I, I, was, I was all on board the Hyunsu Kim train. It, mostly because of his theme song had nothing to do with his baseball yeah, skills. What what Josh cut off is right after Bert made that prediction about Hyunsu Kim. He said, "I'm just being zany. I'm just kidding." <laughs> nah, I don't. It wasn't that. I think you call what I did cut off was you calling him out saying, "Hey, this isn't time for bold predictions. This is biggest <laughs> surprise." That sounds about right. Well, I just wanted to chime in on my biggest surprise this year. Yeah, biggest surprise. Oh yeah, we got a phone call. Jonathan Scope, thirty-five to forty home runs. Wow, I like it. He stole my biggest surprise. <laughs> was that your biggest surprise? Yeah, Jonathan, Jonathan Scope was my biggest surprise because I've been on the hate train for much too long. I'm getting off the hate train. He has so much area for improvement. Like, we haven't even, like, we haven't I, even I seen feel, what I feel that way potential now could be. Um, so, just a lot of room for improvement. So, Scope, too, is my big surprise. I think, I don't know about 35 to 40. Uh, that That's might go on. That's past biggest surprise into bold prediction. I'm not going there. Right. But I do think he's going to be the biggest surprise for the Orioles this year. 
How many did he come with? He didn't really improve, right? Twenty-five home runs. Okay. How he, had a, he had a good year, but did he really? He never. He didn't take that step we all hoped for, right? Well, he had a great season up until September. Then he just right. crapped the bed the the last month and a yeah. half of the season. His, his strikeout rate was looking better early, and then yeah, that second half, a lot of people sucked, but Scope really sucked. Again, there's still no other second baseman I'd rather have on this team right now. Yeah. He's great in the he's defense. He's a good player. He's got upside. He's power. You know, he's a threat behind the Yeah, I, I like Scope. The plate. And even, even if he doesn't progress at all from here, 25 from runs, batting to 70. For a second baseman? Great defender. Yes. Take it. I'll take that. All right. No doubt. All right, so Burt won biggest surprise. Yes. I didn't want to go light on this. So I was going to go Pedro Alvarez. Okay. Because um, Pedro Alvarez, even last year. disappointment. I mean, you chose If you look at his batting Pedro. average Sounds about for right. a career, six years in the majors, his career batting average is 236. So he's not he's nah, not a high not average guy. And so he needs to hit dongs, right? Yeah. And he brings nothing to the field defensively. Sure. He's the kind of guy I could see come June. He gone. Yeah. And, and Pedro Alvarez, to his credit, was better than I thought he'd be. Sure. 22 yeah. dongs. I mean, batted 249. Right. He only he played like twice a week. Yeah. Hey, he didn't play much. We never never heard him, but he did a little better. He played half the games. He contributed. I think Adam Jones is going to take a step back this year. I think there's so many the other. Age factor? A little bit of age, a little bit of contract thing. We got some power hitters. We got some guys making more money than him this year. I think, uh, you know, he's he'll stay healthy. He'll hold down a legit center field. But, I mean, we're looking at – we've already seen in spring training where he's moved up possibly to the, the two slot. He may not be the number three or number four hitter anymore. Um, I, I think uh, – I mean, there's going to be bigger disappointments than that. But the most shocking thing that the consistency that has always been, Adam Jones might not be there this year, and that's going to be disappointing. What What does other people making more money than him have to do with him taking a step back? Because uh, he's, he's – uh, Ego guy. How do we assess Adam Jones' year? So Adam year? Adam Jones, I was looking at some stats. He went from twenty seven to twenty nine home runs in fifteen to sixteen, and his batting average went uh, two sixty nine down to two sixty five. Regression. And, but his OBP went from three oh eight to three ten. And he so, didn't stay healthy. I said he would stay healthy, but he didn't. He did not stay healthy. So he seemed to have exactly the same year as the year before. No real up or down. Yeah, I mean, we you could look at. Some stats like the OPS went down, his power went down, his extra base hits, doubles right. and stuff went down. Right. Mm-hmm. I, it, it wasn't a total regress, but I thought it was a, somewhat of a down and we, year. And we all hate him in the leadoff role, right? Uh, there's got to be somebody better. Yeah, Maybe not on this team, but again. Yeah, it's one of those <laughs> things where Bucks is trying to mix it up and then he got real hot, so you just kind of stay with it. Yeah, yeah. One of those things. I feel like we've already seen the biggest disappointment. I think Kim is the biggest disappointment. He can't be the biggest. If he, if he, I think Kim gets cut tomorrow. It was not the biggest disappointment because we all kind of expect it. We saw Kim as an everyday left fielder. When when he was signed, we thought, all right, well that fills that that hole. Yeah. That's not going to happen this year. Yeah. I don't think we're going to see him at all on left field. Mm. All right. So I lose mm. biggest disappointment. Mm. You guys, it's kind of a wash. Does bat three oh two? On base percentage 382, does that sound like the biggest disappointment on the team? I no, don't think so. No, the guy lost. who hit the two-run homer in, in Toronto the weekend before the uh, no, playoffs. I, I lost, but I lost big. I don't think either of your uh, disappointments came right either. I don't think any of us got a disappointment. Correct. I mean, did Adam Jones regress or did he not? No, was, he stayed the same. Was Pedro Alvarez not great? No, he did better, no, than, he he did better than you expected. <laughs> I think but, no, nobody won disappointment. I I mean, it doesn't bode well for Adam Jones to come have a breakout season next year, though. It's like 
it's uh slowly coming downhill right. for him. I think. I mean, I think it's fair that no one won, but Josh clearly lost, Cle- right? Cle- <laughs> yeah, yes. and we can all rejoice in that. <laughs> yes, I clearly lost, but don't worry. Bull predictions coming. Oh boy, here we I'm go. I'm going with JJ Hardy, the guy who you said last year be the biggest Hardy? disappointment and was yes, the guy who looks old and his back is messed yes. up. And he's got all kinds of issues. Yes. I think that he really uh, had a good offseason. I think he worked hard after having a couple down years and figured out his back, built up some strength. And I think he has a one of the higher career years this year. Oh, my. I think he bounces back and becomes a big impact on this team. Number home runs. Over or under 20? Oh, I should have cut 22. the recording there. I should have cut the recording before the home runs. Yeah. Because I went with 22. I was way off on the home runs. I think he got like eight. He's got nine. Nine. But he did have a big improvement at the plate where he went from 219 to 269 batting average and 253 to 309 uh, OBP. So for a guy who, who the year before was my biggest disappointment that I got right, I'm pretty happy with my prediction of J.J. Hardy. Yeah. Here's a guy who's writing pretty much on the wall to get out of here, right? J.J.? Yeah, 34 years old. What's he got, one more year? He's one more year. Manny Machado is kind of ready to take over shortstop. Yeah. So enjoy watching J.J. Hardy this year. I mean, does he get the same goodbyes as uh, as Ortiz? No. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I'm going to be cheering for J.J. Hardy. It's been a joy to watch him. How long has he been with us? The past, like, what, six, six years? years? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's been fun. I like him. He's been excellent. He's yeah. been Mr. Reliable. Yeah. Except for that one year. Except for when he's hurt. Yeah. But when he's when he's out there playing shortstop, and he's reliable. It was great to see him as like good. He didn't have the power, but he played well. He's fine. And he had that one game in Fenway where he hit two home runs. Yeah. That was awesome. The shortest home runs of yep. a year. Yep, I'll take it. I think uh, Matt Wieters has the kind of year where he plays himself out of Baltimore, uh, where he gets some free agent contract with some other team next year because oh, he's, he's so good that we are not going to pay him enough to make him want to stay with us. Some other team will pay him more. Will it be, if you look at his stats, we're talking average home runs, RBI, will it be a career year? Like, will he put up the best stats of his career? I think uh, I think he has to do that. If, this is a reminder, if, this is a bold prediction. If that is going to happen. So, yeah, if I'm going to be the boldest, yeah, yeah of course, of course, I'm being the boldest. Okay. <laughs> and though he had a, a good year. He had an average. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. was not a career year. No. no. Yeah. No. It's still not outside the realm of possibility that some team will throw yeah. stupid money right, and overpay for him. So that that bull prediction is still kind of hanging out there. All right, you I'm, still have a chance. You could you we can revisit that. that. I'll, I'll predict right now that the Orioles give him a qualifying offer. You think so? And I think, and I'll. I think I, he takes it. I want him to take it. I, I want he him does. to take it. I am saying the Orioles. I'm th- my bull prediction has to do with their pitching. I think Gossman will impress this year. I think Tillman will be so much better than that five year A. I think Gallardo will be similar to Chen. And I think our pitching staff, which was second to last in the AL last year, will be a top five <laughs> pitching staff in the AL. The starting pitching staff will be top five. Yeah. I'm not saying the rotation will be number one. Top five. We laughed at you then. And uh, if you would have just said, if you would have just stuck with Chris Tillman's going to have a big improvement over the five, I would have given it to you. Yeah. But you had to go top five. Yeah, when you said Gallardo would be like Chen, the first person I thought of was Bruce Chen, and that's <laughs> that's pretty accurate. Hey, in September we had the best starting pitching in all of base in all of the American League. Right. That's true. In September, yeah, they just didn't. Unfortunately, the there's a bunch of other months. Yeah, there's other months. Um, <laughs> the baseball season is too long. Change. It should only be one month. I made one more bold prediction that didn't happen. 
Chris Davis hits the warehouse. Yeah, uh, that didn't happen. That didn't happen. There's always next year. But there was the one game where I swore on my television it looked like he hit the warehouse. Yeah, yeah, I and it hit like a lamppost or something. So I'll, I'll make I'll continue that as my bold prediction every year because I still believe Chris Davis does it in these six years that the, are left of his contract. The only way he does it is if he takes steroids. Would you guys encourage Chris Davis to take steroids if it means he could hit the white the warehouse? Yes. Yes. It, but we have to, we have <laughs> to put <laughs> an asterisk on this plaque. Right. Yeah, I would too. It would be fun. Yeah, I'll yeah. G- I'll give him up for fifty days we, to see him hit the warehouse. If we're having a losing season, yeah, go for it. Yeah. It's so many things of the perfect weather conditions. It's got to be the right pitcher, the right style pitcher. It's It's got to be a perfect storm. It's a perfect storm, and I hope we're there to see it in the next six years. If not, we'll visit the spot every time we go to the stadium and rub it. So um, <laughs> Maybe kiss it. So bold predictions. Love on it. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna Grab say, it. I'm going to say I took that with J.J. Hardy. I'm going to give me that point. That's you didn't get a point. It wasn't. I didn't know we were keeping score. Yeah. First of all, yeah, we're not I keeping score. One. Secondly, you don't get a point for having. I don't. I think I win you, overall you said he for that. Over Kim twenty won. home runs. He had nine. Nobody got anything as close as uh, I got that. What did you say? It's the Hunsu Kim thing. Clear no, I gave you that. The yeah, only no. thing, yeah, you got the biggest surprise. I just meant like overall. No, the overall was my me saying second place ninety wins. No, that's not right. It was eighty nine wins. Yeah, only I was writer by saying no way that, 90 wins. Only because of that stupid game in New York <laughs> it that, was. I, that I sat through. I went to Yankee Stadium. I didn't tell you guys that Yankee Stadium sucks. Yeah. It, it was no way to uh, to 90. Are you you want to get to the three up, three down segment? It's now time for three up and three down. And let's go to Bert first. Bert. <laughs> <laughs> I see on the show notes that Bert has nothing written down, so no. I'm, gonna, I'm trying to hijack him real quick. My before up. Time to think it, of one. It's it's because we surprise him. We never do this thing, and he's always surprised every time we do it. My up is the Disney Store, White Marsh Mall. <laughs> if you are ever in a sour mood and you just need to cheer up, go check out the Star Wars merchandise at the Disney Store at the mall. And my up is clowns. <laughs> Bozo, Ronald McDonald, I love them all. No bozos. Make me a uh, clown. <laughs> <I'm> gonna, <laughs> Uh, like balloon animal? A, ba- a balloon animal. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Make me a balloon poodle, please. <laughs> so, so you're enjoying the resurgence. You of, are stereotyping clowns. all clowns. Just because uh, some clowns make balloon animals doesn't mean they all make balloon animals. If you can't, if you're a clown and you can't make a balloon animal, get a new profession. Right, some buddy. of them, their specialty is climbing into cars. Or, or some of them have the big flower that you got to go. Spits smell. water. I like when they pull things out of their mouth. Yeah, that's the that's the best. And it just it keeps on coming and coming and coming. And, and like coming. you gag, <laughs> but that, yeah. you a, gag for him. That's, that's not a clown. That's a magician, right? No oh. clowns can do that. I've seen a clown do it. Yeah. I thought clowns like to do the pockets. They do pockets too. They pull <laughs> things out of every hole in their body. Yeah, well, yeah. that's the problem with them being in the woods. Yeah, that's true. Josh, what's your up? Oh we, my my up. We have clowns. <laughs> we have Disney Store. Yeah. My up. <laughs> Where is, are you going with this? My up is all the is the new TV shows. As I've been trying to avoid watching baseball. Which is weird because my first, I have a few shows that I really like. And the first one is the show The Pitch on Fox about the girl pitcher. I've seen that, yeah. Surprisingly, I'm like three episodes in and I really like the show. You know, it's because it's Zach Morris makes well, yeah. that whole show. Zach Morris makes the show. If it wasn't for Zach Morris, I wouldn't be as the girl. The girl's, not, the girl's not bad either, but but Zach Morris is, is the best part of the He's show. He's the draw. So between that, I've been watching that and I've been watching Designated Survivor and Luke Cage. So I've got some good shows to watch without baseball. I almost started Luke Cage today. I'm t- I'm two episodes into Luke Cage. 
I've been working at home a, a bunch lately, so that helps me catch you up don't, on all this television. You don't have Westworld in there, Josh. Did you watch episode two? Yeah, I like Westworld also. Westworld but I, I didn't want to make this a TV show podcast. I haven't so heard I of any of these shows oh, Matt, you're naming. Yeah. Josh, correct me if I'm wrong. Matt would, Matt would love Westworld. Because yeah, you're all about like the robots taking oh, over. Yeah. Lot, lots of lots of naked robot stuff. <laughs> well, I wasn't gonna say they're naked, but no, yes, no. they are naked. Is there robot sex? There's robot sex. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's my concern. They're making babies. They're no, having it's sex. human and robot sex. Oh, that's the worst. Yeah, so yeah. they're making. Are they having babies though? Uh, that's after not the sex? Far, yeah. No, 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 no. They're just having the sex. Oh, they see. I don't care about that. But they can wipe want. the they I'm wipe concerned. the robots' memories, but then some of their memories still linger of their prior existences. Yeah, Matt, check out Westworld. You should, you'll, yeah, like you'll like no, it. No, you guys, you don't understand. Like, I'm not like fascinated. I'm horrified by this. Yeah, I'm see, not gonna watch. It scares see, me too much. I can't watch like the exorcism style movies because I know like that for me that spirituality stuff and horror stuff I see as real. Yes. So I have trouble with that. You're <laughs> the, the same. same thing. You're the same with robots. <laughs> yes. Yes. I, I understand that this is real. You could quite possibly have nightmares, Matt. So yeah. maybe you shouldn't watch it. That's, that's on uh, HBO though. You can check that out. Well, I can't cause I don't have HBO, but fine point taken. All right. My down is yeah. Yankee stadium, Yankee stadium. Everything I hate about Nats park is also in Yankee stadium. Yeah. Everything's all shiny and clean. And all that. That's not a negative, but it's those do, clean stadiums. Right. They but wash their urinals. Those jerks. They, it's it's all like uh, stuck up. It's all you can't go down to the other seats. The ushers blocked everything. You can't walk down the aisle in the middle of play. Um, it's just not. A, it wasn't a fun atmosphere. Now, for one, the first game. For instance, Friday I went Friday night in the pouring rain when the Orioles had to play that game in the rain yeah, because you terrible. had to get the game in. I had seats in the bleachers, which the bleachers at Yankee Stadium are like your old school high school bleachers. Right. There's no backs to the seats. Oh, or anything. it's awful. They're horrible. There's no one in the state. There's literally 400 people in the entire stadium. They don't let us leave the bleachers. We can't go sit someplace else undercover. We have to sit in the bleachers. So we just waved to Adam Jones a bunch. <laughs> and Mandy would just yell, Adam! No, but what, what was worse, sitting on the cold, wet, rainy bleachers in Yankee Stadium Didn't sit. in September? Stood the whole time because they were cold, wet, and rainy. Well, but the other uh, experience we've had is the bleachers, metal bleachers with no backs in the Twins, no, the Red Sox facility in mm -hmm. Fort Myers, Florida, where it's Jet 100 Blue. degrees, yeah. and, it, and you're sitting out there just getting blasted with the sun. Yeah, but you can't even sit out right, there. But there they at least let you walk around. That's true. And you can go visit. Um, the only thing that was good about Yankee Stadium is the food was fine. They had like a, a for twenty bucks where you got a pound of French fries in a big bucket with some sliders on top of it. Nice. So that was pretty good. You said it was like Nats Park. Did they have their own version of Terrence, uh, the yes, cheerleader? Yes, they did. Yep they had they had a guy like Terrence. They've got the it's like Nats Park where it's open. Like uh -huh. if you walk around. So eventually we did around the sixth inning. I think we got up and we walked around to one of like the and stood in like the concessions area and watched the game. Because uh, we were already soaking wet and tired. Well, you can check it off the but, bucket list. Yeah, it was cool. And then we went on Sunday, and it was uh, – or sat, we went Saturday when yeah. they lost and sat in the bleachers. A lot more people there that time, uh, but it was dry, so it was better. But Yankee Stadium, uh, as much as the old Yankee Stadium was a dump, there's nothing that impressed me about this new stadium. Maybe you stub your game and not buy the bleacher tickets. Maybe. maybe. I thought your tickets were right behind the dugout. What happened to that? They were right, they were right behind the bullpen. Oh, you said, I thought you said the dugout. No, no, no. Last time. I, I, same thing. I paid. I paid. Bullpen <laughs> dugout. <laughs> I paid ten dollars a piece for those tickets. Gotcha, Anywhere gotcha. else in the stadium was over forty. All so. Right, so, yeah, then I was way wrong because I I 
could not believe you got tickets for ten dollars right behind the dugout no, no, last no, time we no, were on the no, show. Dugout. It was Crappy blowing my mind. Seats. Uh, my down is uh, TBS. I mean, watching that oh, oral game. Oh, that's that's a good down. Good call. Apparently, you'd want it, There's no way to know this, but Zach Britton, reading reports, got up and warmed up three times. Yeah, yeah. We never I, saw anyone I, warm I, up. I think he warmed up once on TBS. Who was, who was the first reliever to come in? I remember us all he, talking and like, why aren't we bringing in a reliever? Why aren't we bringing in a reliever? I guess we're not bringing warming Michael anyone Gibbons, up. I think it was and then Givens comes in and we're like, normally oh. when you're doing a baseball game and a pitcher for the team starts to warm up, you want to let the fans know because we can't see. You know, the you know what else is nice for fans when you're watching at home? Pitch count. Pitch count. Yes. Pitch count was missing. I even think I had to watch. Had to use the MLB app with my television to have the pitch count. I even think that little square telling you a strike. Even that was messed up. Yeah. That was not like. Right on. That or the, yeah, because, well, the ump was messed up, so that was messed TBS should just stick to Seinfeld and syndication and drop I, the baseball right. game. That's I shouldn't right. have to. Remember, we had to go to Twitter to find out if any pitchers were ever warming up. Yeah. That should not be the case when you're paying millions of dollars to broadcast the game. You done messed up, TBS. You done messed up. You yeah. do better next year. Reruns of Seinfeld, Friends, and what's the show with the nerds? Big Bang Theory. Big Bang Theory. Just oh. keep, stick with those three. And, and is there no it. more Everybody Loves Raymond? I don't that think that's on anymore. Oh, okay. Real funny. TBS. Uh, my down, uh, the Baltimore Ravens and the NFL in general. I'm just not feeling <laughs> it. Sports. Baltimore sports. Uh, yeah, it, it's garbage. Even Maryland football got punked last night. Hey, but week, Navy, they look good. Navy had a huge game. Yeah, beat Houston. I'm not, I'm not dropping out entirely, but I definitely need a week off. We'll revisit this next week. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so freaking depressing, Bert. Well, and you can call me a flip-flop. Fairweather fan, whatever you want, but uh, I I li- I I feel like I need to drop because I do live and breathe it too much. I need a reality check of what's really important in my life, and it's definitely not the Baltimore Ravens. I feel like there's so much emotion in this room right. now. Josh is like angry, shouting half the show. Bert's on the verge of tears. Right. I I just feel like I'm you on guys the verge of a mental breakdown. Some, well, that's 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 why we had to take last last week off. We could not broadcast after that. Oh, show. there was no way I was coming down here on a Thursday night last week. Forget it. Wasn't happening. You think I'm you think I'm cranky now? You should see me Thursday night. I'm actually in a good mood right now. This is right. this is me in a good mood. I, Don't make me stop at the Disney store on my way home. Right. I did that ten minutes in a good mood only because I was all by myself in here. <laughs> if, the, if it was the two of you, we would have been definitely been arguing and complaining. I don't know. I wouldn't. I was just been in the corner crying. We had some playful banter tonight. Everything was good. Absolutely. A comment from the chat room. Love this banter. I wish I cared about baseball. I think that's kind of how we all feel about right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we all agree with you, Evan Thornton. Hey, let's, uh, let's get to the ball bag real quick. I know it's a long show, but... Uh... All right, let's, let's do one or two. It's just a ball Rock and roll. bag, ball bag, ball bag, a ball bag, my friend. Hey, ball bag. How you doing? What's your name again? Hey, for Halloween, are we going to all do the it's show in... Uh, Costume. <laughs> we could do that. You know, I wouldn't it, be opposed. It to went it. Halloween. It's Halloween on. It's not on a Tuesday, right? It's on Monday. I, I think November first. We we do it. In, we do it in costume. Right. If I have a good enough costume, I'll, I'll get my I'll get my clown paint ready. Let's see when I throw it together. All right. So I wanted to get the ball bag because all of these questions were sent in from Lawrence Dunhill, who's a listener uh, from London. London, London, England. And I had notes in the show notes that I did want to. I did think at the beginning of the show that we would, we would thank everyone for listening this year because we got a lot. We had a fun year with uh, interacting with people and everything. Yeah, yeah, but, whatever. We we make the show cool, happen, not the fans, but right. we appreciate listening. But we're yeah. glad. They li- and what's cool for us is we don't stop when the Orioles stop. We keep we going. We won't stop. Yeah, no, we won't. 
or even the fans stop listening, we don't stop either. We don't do this for you. We do it for us. Nah. <laughs> Self-therapy. All right. <laughs> That's right. Question number one from Lawrence. Zach Britton is so good, why not start him? We tried that like six years ago. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it's a terrible idea. <laughs> I mean, then, then he'll I really think, win the side. But what do you do in in and three? Yeah, I mean, this is the whole, if it's not broken, don't fix it. We tried him as a starter. It didn't work out. He's a failed starter. Yeah. Right. You found something. You found something that works, so, so keep with it. That's why you don't do it. But I like the idea. It's kind of interesting. All right. Do you, how easy is it for the Yankees to poach a good guy like Britton or Trumbo or Machado? Trumbo, anyone can poach if they want now. Yeah, it's hard to poach when he's under contract. Yeah, it's a free agent thing. So when I was at that Yankee game on Saturday, if you remember, for a while the Orioles had the lead and had a pretty big lead. Yeah. And uh, you uh, so during that lead, every time I'd get up and clap and cheer, all the Yankee fans would yell, don't worry, Machado's going to be here in a couple years. <laughs> and they are right. Because that's kind of the feeling. I don't think it happens with Machado. You we, don't think uh, they poach him? We haven't had a guy really poached in a while. Since, I think we should Mike use. Mucina. Yeah. I mean, uh, Nick Marcakis was a longtime Oriole, but he didn't get poached. Brian Roberts. I, I would call that poached. Brian the, Roberts. Do you don't think he got poached? No. Brian oh, Roberts no, did not get poached. Oh, nobody oh, oh, nobody wanted Brian Roberts anymore. Oh, I meant just that went to the Yankees. No, we're talking poached. Poached. Yeah. Uh, Nick Marcakis, we wanted back, I think. I think that was a poached deal. I think that's a poach. Uh, I think uh, I, the fans definitely wanted him back, but management didn't. But you're right. If you think about it, not many people have gotten poached. No. Most we, because we don't have enough good players yeah, that people we want. Right. Uh, I'd, I'd love someone to poach Caleb Joseph. But <laughs> Yeah, no one's poaching him. No one's poaching any of our pitchers. Yeah, uh, well, because we were terrible for 14 years, but the guys who have helped us build for the past five years, Machado included, coming up on free agency, mm-hmm. if we don't right. resign him, He's getting poached. You're Chris Tillman, you're Kevin Gossman. There's a lot of poach potential. Yeah, Chris Davis was a potential poacher. That's true. Yeah. Didn't happen. All right. Didn't get poached. Do you think there's too many games in a season? Yes. <laughs> but it's not going to change. It's been 162 yeah, for forever. 100 years now. Well, like 20. Ah, I like think 40. Do you want to get into some ad- – I think you want to get into technicalities here. I think it's longer than that. I, I thought Bud Selig – added some games no, it's it was at like 154 right yeah and then they went to 162 yeah and uh, wasn't that like 20 years ago i feel like that was longer than 20 i feel like that was before my time intern has <laughs> when are the elections we got a month away and then apparently he's coming back what about this mickey mouse character bert's little stuffed animal friend that he's apparently he needs some can, emotion can, can, can he right. do some final question from yeah, final question. I, yeah. like the, I like this question because it makes absolutely no sense. That's this is perfect for the show. Would baseball be a better game if the outfielders couldn't wear gloves? Oh, that's brilliant. <laughs> that is a good. That is a good <laughs> question. It, I like. This. I think. The, I think the obvious answer is yes. Well, could you imagine a diving catch without a glove? It'd be amazing. Be the best thing I ever saw. Could you use your hat? Or are we talking? Or ha- what hats? A hat move be legal? <laughs> As think, it is right now, hats are not legal. You're not allowed to catch. Would it be hat. a clown? Wait, thing? really? I'm pretty sure you're no, not. You can catch it no, with you hat. catch it with your hat. In church softball, they'd never let me catch it with my hat. Well, are we, are we using it's, church softball what, rules now as the as the MLB rules? Yeah, I mean, as the gold standard. I don't even understand why that would be a rule because oh, it's just got to be the ball doesn't hit the ground, right? Or what about a clown move where you're like catching your pants? I just I think that's full of po- that, potential that's the possibilities. Move. Yeah, well, yeah, I, I think that, I think this is good. No gloves. I'm I'm always I love out of the box thinking. I mean, it's kind of like old time baseball when they had the gloves that weren't really gloves. Yeah, just the mitts, just a little pad for the hand. Yeah, 
Yeah, I think they should go back with the hand pads. Yeah, I think it's a great question, Lawrence. Is this this is probably in reference to uh, he, he? What he's from England, right? Yeah. This is, is this a London, cricket England? Thing? Does, uh, is this a does cricket does, thing? Yeah, so, I don't know. Does yeah. cricket wear gloves? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. By or, the way, uh, see, Major League Baseball has been 162 games since 1961 when the American League 61. started 162 games. At yeah. that time, the National League played less games than the American League, but then they switched it up. That's insane Na- that Nas- at one National point— League's always doing the lame thing. We had National League and American League with different rules. That's insane we did that back then. Yeah. Thankfully, we fixed all that. Yeah, right. Well, at least we didn't play them back then. Yeah, I hate interleague play. <laughs> I hate that there's different rules. I hate baseball. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We get a lot of good show titles to choose from here. I hate yeah. baseball. Cla- uh, p- um, Poaching. Jacob Cla- Brock as they're throwing in clowns in Disney stores. Or clowning around was clowning around. Poaching. A lot of good ones. <laughs> the show wasn't very good, but our names are on point. Good for go. us. All right, boys and girls. Thanks for listening. You can do all the good things that you already know how to do, like follow us on Twitter, follow us on Instagram, follow us on Snapchat, follow us on Tinder. You can like us on Facebook. You can like us on uh, Grinder. Grinder. You can like Bird on Grinder, not the rest of us. You can. Um, um, what's that? Tumblr, Instagram, Tumblr. I don't know if we're on Tumblr. We're Cheese on, whiz. Uh, we're on the Insta, as the kids call it. You can check we're it on, out there. We're on Audio Boom. That's the new one. You're on Audio Boom. Boom. That's right. We're on. Um, we're on the internet. We're on the Google machine. We're on Section36.com. We're on UtahStreetReport.com. iTunes, write us a review. No one does that. It'd be nice if somebody did. Yeah, I know. We're on Spotify. Are we on Spotify? Is that a thing? We might be on Spotify. I don't know. We're on TuneIn Radio. We're on TuneIn Radio. TuneIn Radio. I think we're on iHeartRadio, I believe. That I, was a recent ad. We're on Google Play. Is that a thing? Yeah, we're on Google Play. You got it. Yeah, I didn't know that. was. Really. We're on YouTube. Guys, we're freaking the next generation of sports. We're everywhere, if you didn't know it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, hey, but, uh, but you probably already knew that because you're listening to us right now. Trombo shirts on sale. Five bucks. Josh, clearance, clearance. Five bucks as I get rid of the last of them. Everything must go. If you want to be mistaken as a Trump supporter, buy this shirt. (laughs) I'm sure people will line up for that one. Yeah, grab the shirts. Grab yours right now. Hey, Josh, you you messed up my camera. This is why we're we're putting new cameras uh, placements by next week, hopefully. You can follow us on Twitter. You can follow me on Twitter at Section336. You can follow Bert at Bert Rohde. You can follow Josh at Donald Trump. But I wouldn't recommend it. Thanks for listening, boys and girls. And as always, go Ravens. Section336 is an affiliate of 24-7 Networks. Find Section336 on UtahStreetReport.com. The Venture X card from Capital One gives you premium travel benefits. Perfect for seeing Taylor Swift The Eras Tour. Presented by Capital One. Ooh, I do love her. Earn five times miles on flights and ten times miles on hotels through Capital One Travel. Enjoy your stay in Suite 13. Whoa, 13? That's Taylor's lucky number. The Venture X card from Capital One. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details. 
This week at Macy's, find Valentine's Day gifts for all your loves, like fragrance gift sets they'll adore. Plus, take an extra 15% off with your coupon or Macy's card. On top of beautiful jewelry finds, now 35 to 70% off. And 25% off decadent chocolate from Godiva. Macy's Star Rewards members earn on every purchase except gift card services and fees. More at Macy's.com slash Star Rewards. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply.